We've got Robert Fink with us tonight. He comes up every Labor Day and uh, spends the weekend with us. And he is a blessing. Amen. Amen. Never met a stranger in his life. And uh, he's, a, he's a talker. And he loves the Lord. And uh, I just asked him if he would share minister tonight. And he's going to do so. Amen. Amen. He's got a slight southern accent, but if you'll <laughs> lean on the Holy Ghost, you can Amen. understand Amen, everything he has to say. You ready to hear him? Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. Come on, buddy. Amen, brother. Let her rip. Amen, brother. Well, it's good to be back in the house of the Lord tonight. Church, y'all have to bear with me. God's good, folks. I've told it many times. Y'all can sing that song, The Old Rugged Cross, every service. There's something about the old rugged cross. And I, I say this to the ladies when we're talking about that tonight. There's something about that blood stain, folks. Shout won't shout it out. Bleach won't bleach it out. Amen, brother. Shout won't shout it out. Bleach won't bleach it out. But I was thinking about that other song being humorous tonight, about there's power in the blood. Amen. Folks, I got to get a laugh out of you tonight. Do anybody know what a mosquito says when he bites a Christian? He flies off singing there's power in the blood. <laughs> Amen, church. Praise the Lord tonight. I'll try not to keep you long. It's a, a joy and a privilege to come, as Brother Atkins said once a year, to come and speak and folks I drive, I know most of you know I drive 900 miles to be in another church and people in South Carolina look at me funny and you drive that far I say yes I drive that far and I've told them folks I said you know if I come up here to this church and one soul gets saved somebody comes to this altar I've asked God to humble me tonight, church. Give him praise and glory in his house tonight. If one soul gets saved, somebody comes to this altar and dedicates their life back to Christ tonight, church. If somebody comes to this altar and gets healed, it's worth the trip. And I'll say this tonight, and I believe everybody in this sanctuary tonight is right with God. It ain't about the trip. Think about it, church. It ain't about the trip. It's where we're going when we get there. Think about it for the night, folks. It ain't about the trip coming here, but it's about the trip we're going when we leave this old wicked, ungodly world tonight, church. Give him praise and glory in his house tonight, church. But my message tonight is about the Good Samaritan. It's in the book of Luke. If you want to turn there, chapter 10, I'm going to read 30 down through 37, and I'll try not to keep you long. Now, some of them Baptists now, you know, they got the, got the clock on the preacher. They want him to start at 11 and quit at 12. But Pentecostal, they'll, they'll work. I'll preach all night long, Brother Atkins. Praise the Lord. Starting in verse 30, the parable in the Good Samaritan that Jesus answered and said, A certain man went down from Jericho to Jer I'm sorry, to Jerusalem to Jericho 
and fell amongst thieves, which stripped him of his remnant and wounded him and departed, leaving him half dead. And by chance there came down a certain priest that way, and when he saw him, he passed on the other side. And likewise, a Levi, and he was at the place, came and looked on him and passed by the other side. Verse 33, and, but a certain Samaritan, he journeyed and came where he was, and when he, he saw him, he had compassion on him and, and went to him and bound up his wound, pouring oil and wine and set, and set him on his own beast and brought him to an inn and took care of him. And on tomorrow, when he departed, he took out two pence, and gave them to the host, and said unto him, Take care of him, and whosoever thou spendest more than I, I come again, I will repay thee. Which now of these three thankest thou was, was neighbor unto him, and fell upon the thieves, and he said unto him, He shows mercy on him. And then, I'm sorry, then, then said Jesus, going to him, go and do thou likewise. Our precious Savior, Lord, tonight as we come before you, Lord, in the house of God, Lord, we pray, Lord, that, that your words will be spoken and not mine, as thus saith the word of God. Lord, I thank you tonight, Lord, for giving me the opportunity, Lord, to speak and to come and to be a blessing to Ozark Full Gospel Church. Lord, we thank you for the pastor, his family, this church, and Lord, what they stand for and what they represent. But Lord, I pray tonight, Lord, that I'll say something tonight through the word of God that will be an encouragement and not a discouragement. And Lord, we won't be mindful to thank you and praise you and honor you for what you do tonight in Jesus' name. And the church said, amen. <clears throat> Before I get started, I, I asked Brother Atkins just to be briefly since I was up here the last time, uh, the church I'm affiliated with, I've been, uh, not bragging on me, I've been voted in at the church as a deacon, head usher, and the Lord is really using me there in that church. And I want the church here at Ozark, Full Gospel Church, to just keep me in your prayers. Folks, prayer changes things. I've seen God move. When we, when we get on our knees and we get, and get along with God, God will answer prayer. And as I said a while ago, church, I'm glad God has got me to the point where he's humbled me. But I love him tonight, and he's been good to me. But we're going to get into the message here and uh, the introduction here tonight, church. The message is about a priest, a Levi, and a Samaritan and about a man that was robbed and wounded and left for dead. There's 18 places in the Bible Jesus passed by. When, when he passed by, I got saved. And I thank God tonight for y'all singing that song. I love that song, The Old Rugged Cross. Folks, you could sing that song every service. I've been told my family that I want that song sung at my funeral. And you know, as we think about here where he said when Jesus passed by tonight, church, if we're going through something tonight, all it takes, if we need a healing, 
But we got somebody that needs to be saved. All we got to do is get somewhere and get along with God. And Jesus will pass by tonight. I believe that tonight, church. I believe that God will, will answer prayer. And I say that tonight to say this. Uh, <coughs> excuse me. Uh, in, in our work for God, and, and this goes along with our message, I don't care if it's cleaning toilets, vacuuming this church, taking up the offering or whatever you do in this church to glorify God. God don't ask us to be professionals. All he asks us to do, Brother Ack, is, is to be faithful. In whatever area God calls you to be. And I realize that we got some people in the church here that's elderly that can't get out like some of the younger people. But I want to say to the elderly tonight, elderly, if you don't do nothing but pray for this man as the pastor of this church, God can use you. You might not be able to do nothing physically, but we can pray and seek God tonight, church. That's what it's all about, and encourage one another. And if I hadn't learned nothing else tonight in my walk with God, I've always learned, folks, we need to encourage one another. I've always said within myself tonight, church, God help us to be an encouragement and not a discouragement. And God can use us. And people are watching our lives when we put that label on our lives that we're a Christian, that God is going to watch our lives. But in my first point tonight, the priest, he, the priest, the position he held, he was in with the, he done the Holy Communions, he done the Holy Orders, anointing the, the people of the, the, the people, anointing of the sick, I'm sorry. Uh, the baptism, the confirmation, and the confession of marriages. Now this man held a big position in the church, folks, but yet he seen this man that, that had been wounded and left for dead, but yet he crossed the other side not wanting to help this man that was in need. And folks, I say that tonight to say this. I'm glad when God saved me, he didn't leave me for dead. He said he will never leave us nor forsake us tonight. Give him praise and glory in his house tonight. I'm glad, I'm glad that I was wounded, I was broken, I was lost, I was undone. I was on my way to hell, but he, did, he, didn't, he didn't leave me, folks. He didn't leave me tonight, church. He didn't leave me. He will never leave us nor forsake us. <clears throat> Amen. <clears throat> Excuse me. The trip from Jerusalem to Jericho was 17 miles with a 30,000 foot drop. In the verse 30, they left, he, they left, he, was, they, he was wounded. And I like this here, church. He said in chapter 53 of Isaiah, Christ was despised and rejected and bruised for our sins tonight, church. As God's people tonight, the world will try to do everything they can. They will reject us. They will refuse us. We live, believe it or not, tonight, church, we live in a nation that's saying, I don't want God. I don't need God. But folks, I'm going to tell you something tonight, and you can take this for what it's worth. We're going to need him when we come here. We're going to need him when we leave. And folks, I'm going to tell you something. There's some elderly people in here tonight, 
And I don't care if you've been living for God for 50 years. If you read this book enough, it'll hit you somewhere. It'll hit you. Believe you me. He'll get you to the point where he'll get you on your knees or either he'll get you flat on your back, church, to where you can't do nothing but look up and say, God, here I am. Yeah. Amen tonight, church. Yeah. <clears throat> and I'll not go there, but in John chapter, I'm sorry, John 3, uh, John 3, 17 through 18, it talks about in the word of God in John and paraphrasing the scripture, he said, if you got a brother in need and you close up your bowels of compassion, where is your love for your fellow man and God tonight? Folks in this church tonight, it's not a sin for somebody in this church to have a need. But it's a sin to the church for somebody in this church tonight to have a need in the church as a body of believers. Don't try to take, to take their part to help that brother or that sister in need tonight. <clears throat> now, I'm going to say this tonight, and this ain't in my notes. And Brother Atkins, I hope I'm not out of line. But I heard him talking last night at the restaurant. There's a lady, correct me, Brother Atkins, if I'm on stage four cancer. Folks, I'm going to tell you something. We need, to, we need to, as a body of believers, we need to come together and pray for this lady. I don't know her, but I heard Brother Atkins talking about her. We need to pray for this lady who just got into stage four cancer. People says, I know what you're going through. No, unless you sit there and seen one of your loved ones die with that stuff, church, you don't know what that family goes through. But we need, that's, that's where our prayer life comes in, church. We need to encourage one another, pray, and listen to whoever it is. If you don't do nothing, but pick up the phone and say, listen, I'm praying for you and praying for your family. If we don't do nothing but pray for them, God honors that tonight. And I just wanted to throw that in tonight, church, as, as that. And then it, it says here, we need to help one another. There's people that comes. And I'll say it like this. There's people that comes to the church that's broken and beaten and battered down by the things of the world. I don't know what you're going through tonight, and I don't, you don't know what I'm going through tonight, but I do know this. When we're broken and battered and beaten down, it's when we need to go to our church family to ask them to help us, church, tonight to pray and to encourage and encourage one another. And I want to share something with you tonight. I don't know if I've ever shared this with you. You know, I had open heart surgery in 2003, and I got a point behind this tonight, church. And I learned 38 years ago that if you pay your tithes, God will supply the need. Folks, I went for three months and I did not work. And my wife stood at the foot of my bed and said, Robert, I don't know how in the world we gonna make it. And I looked at my wife with tears in my eyes. I said, Marie, I said, the word of God says, I will never leave you nor forsake you. Said, and the book of uh, Psalms says, I will not let the righteous go forsaken or begging bread. Church, I never missed a meal and never missed a bill. In them three months that I was out of work. And folks, my point is, it's just like this 
and I'll get to it in just a little bit. I know I'm getting a little ahead of myself. The Samaritan seen a man that was in need, and this man went out of his way to help this man to, <clears throat> to, to make sure that his needs was taken care of. And folks, as bad as I hate to say it tonight, our church family would do more for us sometimes a lot than our own family will. And I'll say that tonight to say this. When you stand for God, sometimes we may have to stand alone, church. But one thing about it, folks, when we take a stand for what's right, God will stand with us tonight, church. I'm glad that we serve a God. Man will have a tendency to point his finger at us and find fault in us. But I don't care what kind of problems we got or what we've done. God always has a, a way of, of, give, of forgiving us. And maybe I might have said that wrong. <clears throat> but then <clears throat> I was kind of touching on this with Brother Atkins in 1 Peter 2 and 9. And they had it up on the board here just a little while ago. Church, we're a chosen people. Uh, the Bible says we're a peculiar people. And the definition of that, it says we're strange, we're odd, and we're unusual. Church, I'm going to say this in being humorous, but I'm serious about it. I'm glad I'm strange. Folks, I'm glad I'm unusual. I'm glad people say there's something wrong with him. It's something wrong with it. He's different, but I'm glad serving God tonight, church. I'm glad I'm different than the world. Amen, church. It's a, uh, I can't remember. Well, I know what it was now. I think I heard this from this man. My boss man told me one day, he said, Brother Robert, he said, you're a nut. I said, you know what? I know I'm a nut. I'm a nut for Jesus, but I'm screwed onto the right boat. Amen, church. Give him praise and glory in his house tonight. I'm glad I'm a nut for Jesus. Amen, brother. Praise God tonight. Give him praise and glory. And then the Levi, he said the Levi, and a, he was an assistant to the priest in the temple. And you think about that tonight. And I'll just say it like this, you know, I, I hope I'm not out of line tonight. That's just like Brother Atkins and Brother uh, Joshua tonight. You say he's a, the associate pastor here. You know, you, 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 you're supposed to, if there's an associate pastor or a deacon, you know, the pastor's supposed to set an example, and this man should be able to want to help the man, the man of God. And, you know, it's, it's his stand for God tonight, church. We should help, not only that church, each one of us tonight, we should be willing to help the pastor, encourage the pastor. If it ain't done, come over here and cut the grass, or, or do the carpet, clean, whatever it takes. And I've said this many times, church, and people look at me funny when I say that. Folks, I'm not too good to go in the bathrooms and clean commodes. I've had people say, me, I'm not cleaning commodes. Well, you know what? I'm not too good to do that. You think about what he do, done for me on the cross. And then I wanted to share this with you in this same second point tonight. I think about this as some of the things that go on in the church. In Luke 23 and 40, the two thieves hung on each side of the cross with Jesus. And one looked at the other and he said, Doest thou not fear God? Church in a nation where we live, as I said a while ago, we're living in a nation that uh, says we don't need God. 
doest our nation, do not thou fear God tonight. We do things in the church and go out these doors tonight, church, doest thou not fear God. Folks, the book of uh, Hebrews, I believe it is, says there's a fearful thing to fall into the hands of an angry God. And I'll say this to the church tonight without apology, me included, as far as uh, fearing God. Folks, I'm going to tell you something. I fear God. I try to live a, I preach a message on living a sanctified life. I try to live a, 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 a godly life before man and only that before God. Like I said a while ago, I got family who won't speak to me because I won't tolerate the lifestyle they live. But I'm not lowering my standards for nobody. Nobody in my family, am I going, I'm not going to lower my standards for nobody. I fear God tonight, church. I really do. He said, and the priest and the Levi are like church people today. They ignore those around them and who are suffering, broken people need to show them a love and a compassion, to give them a life and pray for them. The priest and the Levi run into an unexplained ministry and an opportunity, and they ignored it. And Brother Atkins said a while ago, said, Brother Robert, don't meet a stranger. Church, I'm going to tell you something. I don't meet a stranger nowhere. I speak to everybody. And everybody I speak to, church, I try to tell them about the love of God. And I'm going to say this being humorous. I don't know if I've ever shared this with you or not. My second wife, before she passed away, we was in Walmart over there on Highway 6 out of Red Bank, South Carolina. And never will forget it, uh, we was on the bacon aisle. And I spoke to a lady on the bacon aisle and said something to her about the Lord. And she looked at me, and she said, I'm an atheist. I don't believe in God. And I looked at her, and I said, well, honey, I tell you what. You let a pain hit you in the right place. I said, God will be the first one you call on. But she, she grabbed that buggy, and down that aisle she went, and she didn't look back. And my wife and me were standing in the aisle laughing at her. But folks, I'm going to tell you something. You let, you let a pain hit them in the right place and God will be the first one they call on. And then the, the Samaritan tonight, and I'll, I'll try to hurry him. The Samaritan, a person who helps other people, especially strangers who are in trouble. Now, I like that tonight, what the definition of a Samaritan is. We need to help one another and encourage one another, as I said a while ago tonight, church. And then in my third point, the man was, was the man that was a was beat was a was a Jew. As we know, Jews and Samaritans did not get along with one another. And I've always said, folks, what I don't understand. It's why God's people can't get along with one another. I'll say it like that. I've, I've said this many times. I don't know if I've ever told it up here or not. If God treated us like we treat one another sometimes, church, we'd be in a mess. But I'm glad tonight, church, that I'm not part of the world and in the whole mess tonight, church. We need to learn to love one another and have a compassion on, on one another. He said here in Jesus used a man that was despised and rejected, 
a, a, a rejected person to make a point. God's people should show love. The church ought to be a place for the wounded, the rejected, the hurting, and lost people. And then I want to share this with you. And I, I want to encourage any of you that go online. I think I shared it with Brother Atkins, uh, Brother Ron Parsley. And this is something that I got from him. Uh, where have all the preachers gone? Folks, I'm going to tell you something. I've told this many times to this man sitting right here on this front pew tonight. If this man right here, and I'm not bragging on him, I'm bragging on, on what God's called him to do. If this man would preach a lot of messages in some of the churches I've been in, he wouldn't be there long. This man here, I respect this man here because this man preaches hell hot and heaven high and sweet. And my point is tonight, folks, we need preachers that'll take a church that'll preach is so far back in the woods that they'll have to have hoot owls for roosters. We need preachers, folks, that'll take and come and get behind this sacred desk and worry about preaching the word of God and getting people here at the foot of the cross tonight, church, and worrying about a new Cadillac out there in the parking lot. We need preachers tonight that is worried about, about whether they're going to get a... a, 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 a a payment every every week. We need preachers to, to get in the pulpit to the preach and don't worry about padding their pocket tonight. We need preachers tonight, church, and I'm I know I'm getting a little off of my message tonight. We need preachers to get in the pulpit and don't have to go ask the why. What do you want me to preach on tonight? Amen, church. We need preachers to get somewhere and get along with God and, and let the Spirit of God tell you what to preach. Don't let the congregation tell you what to preach. Let the Word, let the word and let the Spirit of God tell the man of God what to preach. And I've always said tonight, church, if the preacher steps on your toes, you need to get at the altar. If the preacher don't step on your toes, then he needs to get at the altar. Amen tonight, church. And we got some preachers that need to get rid of that psychology book and get a Bible. Get a real Bible. Amen, church. I'm just being honest tonight, church. We need, and we need congregations that'll back the man of God tonight, that'll pray for this man and pray for any man that's preaching the word of God tonight. Now, I'm just being honest tonight, church. And then in my conclusion tonight, <clears throat> in verse 29, the man asked Jesus, who is your neighbor? And you know, as we think about that, if you, you'll study the word of God, church, that don't include our next door neighbor. That includes the whole universe, if you want to put it that way. But Jesus turned and asked the question about, in verse 36, what kind of neighbor are you? Now, that's a sobering thought. Are you willing to help your neighbor in need tonight, church? Are we willing to, 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 uh, to take time to help our neighbor? And I'll, I'll mention this, but I won't go into detail with it. I know the lady one time, she talks about all these friends she's got. But I asked her, I said, you know what? I said, all these friends that you call your friends, I said, how many of them? When you got down flat of your back, I said, how many of have them offered to bring you a plate of food or come and, and wash your dishes or clean your house? 
none of them. I said, well, you, when you get down and get flat on your back, you'll find out who your friends are. Amen tonight, church. And I'm going to tell you something. Our church family a lot of time will stand behind us much better than our own family will. That's sad tonight, church, but it's true. He said, the Samaritan who showed him mercy, your neighbor is a person in need, and you show mercy on him. And then it says here in James 4 and 4, uh, if you're a friend of the world, you're an enemy to God. Folks, we can't straddle, straddle the fence serving God tonight. I seen a church sign one time, church said, you can't walk with God's people on Sunday and run with the devil's crowd on Monday. Amen, church. And if you live for God, you'll find out who your friends are. Amen, church. Amen. Amen. Does not thou fear God? And I've already uh, touched on that. Being, and it means being punished or for a bad act, backbiters, uh, haters of God, gossipers, blasphemers. In closing tonight, and I'm going to ask Brother Josh if he would to come, and I want to make just a few more points here tonight. And church, I hope I've said something tonight. Church, it's been an encouragement to me, uh, to you. And before I close tonight, I'll encourage each one of you. I, uh, I pray for this every time, every night when I get on my knees, I pray for Ozark Full Gospel Church that God will use this church and use this man here. Uh, and we're supposed to pray for one another and, and, and encourage one another. But before I close tonight, if you need to come to this altar and you need to get in, get along with God, you come. As Brother Josh sang, I believe he's going to sing Amazing Grace. Maybe tonight, church, maybe, maybe you got some giants in your life that you can't handle by yourself. Maybe you need to come here at this altar tonight and get right with God. And, or either be like Hezekiah. Most of you know the story. I know I have. I know Brother Atkins and probably Brother Josh has probably preached it many times. The Bible says Hezekiah turned his face to the wall and wept sore. Now, I'm going to put y'all on the, I'm going to put this church tonight on the spot. I'm going to put you on the spot tonight. Don't nobody raise your hand. But how many of you tonight will be honest with God and say, I've got somewhere like Hezekiah and got on my knees and wept till I wept sore, praying for this man in this church, that God will fill this church, that God will use the man of God. How many of us have got somewhere and got along with God and, and, and prayed till we wept sore like Hezekiah did? Church tonight, I believe if we'll do that, if we'll get somewhere and get along with God, the shortest verse in the Bible, Jesus wept. Tears is a language God understands. We need to weep and cry and get along with God sometime, church, and pray for one another and encourage one another. And I want to share one more thing with you tonight. And I thought about this as I was getting this message together. Uh, I don't believe I've even told Brother Atkins this, but there was a Baptist preacher one time, great man of God. His name was Horace Randall. And uh, he went back there and he pastored Calvary Baptist Church over in a little town 
uh, Wagner, not too far from where I used to live. Paul Frandall noticed, his wife noticed he'd been back there in his study. Been back there a long time, back there studying on a Saturday night. Went back there to check on the man. The man had died of a heart attack, face down, Brother Atkins, in the Word of God. Folks, what a way to go. What a way to go, church. Give him praise and glory in his house tonight. What a way to go, church. Face down in the Word of God. Boy, I tell you what, that, that, that's a, it's a sad story, but it, it'll get you excited if you think about it. But church, I hope I've said something tonight that's been an encouragement to me, to you. And thank y'all for supporting me. And as I said a while ago, I'm gonna journey out of here in the morning to Lord Terry's back to South Carolina. And y'all keep me in your prayers. The Lord will spares my life. And my health holds up. I hope to come back and come back up here again. I'm gonna say it like this and be humorous. I'm gonna come back up in. Harass you again, aggravate y'all church people. But I, there's one good thing about it, church. I love every one of you in the Lord and everything you can do about it. But thank you for taking the time tonight to come and be not, not to say thus saith, to, to listen to me, but what thus saith the word of God says tonight. It ain't, what, it ain't about me. It's like the old preacher said, Brother Atkins. It ain't the deacon, it ain't the preacher, but it's me, oh Lord. It ain't, it's me, oh Lord. But you come and play and sing, Brother Josh. Brother Atkins, you come and we'll let you close it out.